Hey everybody and welcome back. I have to warn you that I am sick and I'm not feeling my best. So if you hear shuffling, if I need to take a break, if it sounds like my breathing is belabored, or if I need to take a sip of water, I just have to do it because I am sick. I'm having a hard time breathing, <laughs> in all honesty, and my nose is really stuffy, so that's probably why I sound weird, and I might have to cough or clear my throat during this podcast recording, so just throwing it out there. Thanks for listening through no matter what. Today, I really wanted to talk about postpartum weight loss. I actually released a blog post episode that I'll link or a blog post um, that I'll link in the show notes talking about how I hate the term getting your body back after pregnancy and bouncing back after pregnancy because I don't think that it accurately represents what most women's bodies do after pregnancy. And in today's episode, I really want to talk about my experience and what my journey with postpartum weight loss and postpartum fitness has been because I do think that when you have a history of disordered eating, body trauma, or just a dysmorphic view of what your body actually looks like, it can go one of two ways. I also really truly think that the majority of women that I follow on social media who have announced that they have some form of a relationship or a past with disordered eating, they are still the ones that are the most fit. Like they are still the ones who had a baby and most quickly got their six packs back or now are talking about how I got my six pack back when they absolutely had one beforehand. And part of that message really bothers me. I actually saw a really impactful post by um, my Strive to Thrive fitness coach, Jacqueline, where she said that one of the messages that she sees all the time on Instagram is when someone, an influencer or anyone will post a reel talking about food I eat in a day video and most frequently those start with women holding their shirts up or touching their abs signaling to whomever the viewer is that if you just eat what I'm signaling and what I'm telling you to eat in this message that you will end up looking like me and that's just so inaccurate because no one's body responds the same way to foods you could eat the exact same thing and have two completely different body shapes And I think that that's a really important message that we need to keep in mind. And that's something that I often see influencers doing when they do their my my meal in a day. That's great. You can eat whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't mean that if I eat that same thing that I'm suddenly going to have a fucking six pack. I'm going to lose all my hip fat. I'm going to get rid of my mommy pooch, my fucking mommy fupa, and suddenly have no bat wings, yada yada. So if you can't tell, I'm a little bit... um, I wouldn't say that I'm in a negative mood, but I think that I'm a little bit frustrated with myself and just frustrated with this journey. And sometimes I feel like I'm on this journey all by myself when it comes to postpartum and fitness and weight loss, because ultimately one of my goals is to lose weight. But at the same time, I want to be strong. I want to be fit. Like my goal is not to be a stick figure anymore, which to be totally honest, it used to be. I used to equate my worth with the size of my jeans, with how small I was. And honestly, now I... Of course, it kind of stings a little bit when I have to buy a size I never thought that I would or I have to look on curve or a plus size because it just fits me better now. That does hurt my heart a little bit, but I would so much rather be comfortable now. And I've always been an active person. So when I was younger, 
you know, I was never the one who was the most disciplined or willing to put all of this work in without really breaking a few rules, you know, because for me, where would the fun be if I had to follow everything to the letter? I mean, honestly, that's A, not my personality. And B, I'm a projector. My human design chart literally says that I cannot work the same way that other people work, like our manifestors, our generators, or our manifesting generators. I need to have rest. I need to have time to recuperate. And I can't be go, go, go all the time without breaking down. And I think that was something that intuitively I knew when I was younger. I couldn't operate at this go, 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 go 100 miles an hour. That just wasn't a way that worked for me. And that still goes into my journey today, but that also becomes a little bit difficult. I am a really good at kind of compartmentalizing how I want to build out my day. If I want to do my fitness routine in the morning, then I need to wake up at a certain time to to really have that energy where I feel like I'll be getting a good use of time out of whatever that fitness routine is, unless it's something more like yoga or Pilates or bar where it's going to get my heart rate up, but not in the same way as doing a Peloton workout would or doing really heavy weight training. And I find that the morning is not necessarily the best window for me to do my heavy weight training. I need to do that more in the afternoon after I've had a coffee or had my pre-workout or just really have some sustenance in me. And sometimes I feel like my postpartum weight loss journey seems like this never ending journey where I wonder, okay, if we manifest our current reality, did I manifest myself as this fat bitch? (laughs) And I know that's so terrible to say, and that's a terrible thing to think about yourself, but that's also part of my problem. When I am really forced to pay attention, and I mean like truly pay attention to where my thoughts are headed or where my thoughts are at, I realize just how negatively I viewed myself for such a long time. And honestly, how my thought process is really centered around quote unquote, like not being able to achieve my fitness goals without my eating disorder or without bulimia and binge eating. I've created that reality for myself that I am still stuck living in today because my thoughts have not progressed past that reality of I'm able to get past this wall that I've been experiencing around my fitness when I just focus on being my best self. And this is absolutely a work in progress podcast. I'm not coming to you with all of the answers because I don't have them. Honestly, what I would love to manifest is that someone has gone through something similar and actually has advice, tips, or an experience that they can share with me that really resonates that I can potentially start doing something different. One thing that I love are honestly like self-help books or life experience overviews, I guess you can say. Give me the cliff notes version or the long version. I love reading about people that have overcome obstacles in their life and used it to their benefit. And I think I've really had this like true Gemini relationship with myself. Also, I'm a Gemini. Um, With myself and myself talk my entire life. Sometimes I'll feel really beautiful and I'll think, you know, I'm lucky, I appreciate and I acknowledge my natural beauty. Then other times I'll feel totally in despair about my figure my lack of discipline and reaching my fitness goals and I'll lose focus on all of the good that there is because sometimes it's as simple as me saying I'm so thankful that I get to have these legs to walk on to do my fitness routine to go on a walk like what would I do if I didn't have this body like I'm so thankful to be able to move my body in the ways that it can move despite having you know knee surgery etc But it has been a battle for me to lose weight 
you know, a few years before I started having kids and then since I've had kids especially. So I was about 40-40 pounds lighter when than I than what I weigh today when my first baby was born. And that seems honestly like incredulous saying that out loud. But when I do the calculations, the math is actually accurate. The sad part is that before I got pregnant, I was so worried about the weight that I'd gain and that I would end up being this huge, fat, beached whale that was embarrassed to go out of the house and never wanted to leave, that my whole body would be swollen and I'd feel disgusting. And then when my body started to change and grow that baby in my belly, I was so incredibly amazed and I appreciated my body so much. I wore things without thinking about them. I felt happy and absolutely content. I ate what I craved without any second thoughts because it was what my body wanted and that made me so happy. And my entire life up to that point, I feel like I really struggled with that, you know, that feeling of eating intuitively and eating what your body feels like it needs. But I completely trusted that instinct during my pregnancy. And it was honestly one of the most magical situations that I have ever been in. And I really just embraced watching my body change and seeing this little baby bump. I think part of it was also when I was younger, I had a six pack, like truly I had such a flat stomach. That was one of the things that I loved the most about myself. And then as I started to get a little older and I started to get a little bit more fat around my stomach, I became very self-conscious of it because for a while there, especially during my eating disorder, I would love the feeling of like emptying my stomach by purging and looking in the mirror and sucking in. And just feeling like, yes, I can wear anything because my stomach is flat. Because I kind of like equated if you have a flat stomach, it's better, obviously, than if you don't. So then once my belly started to grow, but it was because I was growing this beautiful human being, I was just in awe of my body. And I loved that bump so much. I would wear tight clothes just to show that bump off, even when it was barely there. And you, it just looked like I might have eaten a burrito. It was the most beautiful baby burrito bump that I had ever seen. And with my first baby, I think I only gained about about 25 pounds total, which for someone like me, my BMI was considered like obese, even though again, BMI is not the best in my opinion. Only gaining 25 pounds is pretty good. And then the first few days after delivery, I felt, sorry, water break. I felt so skinny. And that honestly was amazing because I thought, oh, thank God, this is going to be an easy process for me. I'm going to be able to lose the baby weight. I already feel thinner. You know, breastfeeding is going to help me burn all of these extra calories. I'm so glad that I won't have to go through this terrible process of trying to lose weight. But mind you, after childbirth, you lose a lot of fluids, especially if you're unable, if you were really unable to eat full meals during the length of your um Oh my God, what's it called? Your labor. My God, like total brain fart. You get rid of a child from your tummy, the placenta, likely additional fluid and whatever. So obviously you have physically lost weight because you've literally released it from your body. And then also, like I mentioned, when you're breastfeeding, you're going to be burning more calories each day due to the length that your body goes to, to produce that breast milk, which is so powerful. What became more difficult for me, though, is that intuitive eating mindset 
And the fact that my mindset after baby, again, started to become so focused on my outward appearance and less on this internal strength that I really needed to focus on, that all of us mamas need to focus on, which is really this self-care aspect of what this new identity looks like and how your what your body has just done and been through. And then it's almost like the messages that you see and hear around the importance of getting your body back, fitting into those old clothes. You almost need to get rid of those. And I became, and I still am obsessed with them. So I feel like I'm almost like this zombie in terms of how I thought about my wellness after pregnancy and how I still find myself thinking about it today. I think things like weight loss, losing weight, losing the baby weight, going down a pant size, fitting into my old clothes, etc., etc. Like everything is about me losing either weight or, you know, slimming down, getting rid of, and all of those are negative connotations, negative mindsets, ridding, losing, escaping, cutting, like all of those things. If you think about the undertone of those words, it's negative, which is funny to me because we say gaining weight like it's a bad thing. But when you're gaining something, usually it's better. I gained a new title. I gained a higher salary. Like all of those things, which is why it just blows my mind that there's this you know, dichotomy between gaining weight as being negative and losing weight as being a positive. It's just, it doesn't make sense. And I think that that mindset is a little bit never ending for me. And it's still very much at the forefront of my mind today, which is a problem. What's made it more difficult in my mind, at least, is because I still have this feeling that I never lost my baby weight from my first pregnancy. So by the time that I got pregnant with my second baby, whom I, and again, so I, I got pregnant with my second baby. And then after I delivered him, I still had the weight from my first pregnancy plus the weight from my second. And I'd gained about the same amount of weight. So if you think about it, 25 and 25 is about 50 pounds. So technically, if we look at where I was before, and we look at where I am today, I've lost give or take 10 pounds within that almost four-year period from delivery of my first baby and delivery of my second and that is very little and I have done the sweat training programs I have done the frequent counting calories I have done all of the things that so many people that I see on social media are doing to lose weight outside of literally taking like Adderall and doing all the things that I think people legitimately do not talk about I think there are so many people on social media, like look at the Jenners and the Kardashians who have babies and suddenly their bodies look as snatched as they ever freaking did beforehand because they're getting plastic surgery. They're doing things that have these super quick recovery times that we just don't have. We either can have access to for a price or, I mean, they're getting prioritized in some of those, you know, in the wellness and the medical centers, obviously their life is their image. So I am also thankful that that is not my life because I think that that could be a damaging, that could be a damaging experience for my psyche as a whole. But what's such a bummer is that dressing for my body has almost become this like harmful exercise where I need to relearn and reestablish how I get rid of this negative self-talk that I encountered before my pregnancy And I need to stop fearing going into my closet. I just recently decided that I was going to clean out my closet so that I could manifest more clothing for myself that makes me feel wonderful, magical, beautiful, 
honey, I'm doing it all. Like, I have all the options. Like, capsule wardrobe, yes, ma'am. Fancy clothes, yes, ma'am. All of these things. And it makes it more difficult because I absolutely love clothes and I love styling. I feel like because I'm a very visual person, I can look at someone and almost identify styles that might look good on them or colors that would really complement their skin tone and their hair. And I'll honestly sometimes see someone and think like, oh, I just saw this thing online. I think it would look really good for them or really good on them. And this is especially true with my sister. But then when it comes to myself, I have this diluted a nearly dysmorphic view of my own self and how I look and it becomes very hard to dress myself these days and that's currently the experience that I'm in today is I want to get rid of things that no longer fit me no longer serve me and like Marie Kondo the shit out of my closet to basically if it's not bringing me joy and if I haven't worn it in x amount of time then I want to get rid of it so I did go through a number of things like I think I had 12 to 15 pairs of jeans and now I maybe have two or three because I can actually get them over my hips over you know the areas of my body that no longer fit into those jeans even if they were brand new when I bought them right after I delivered when I was you know a little bit thinner and I was feeling differently or I was able to honestly fit in them and now I don't which is fine it is what it is but I also want to be mindful that I'm not just wasting money on things that in the moment make me feel good because they're new because and this is something I was talking with my sister about is especially for me and for my personality, when something is new, it has this special factor. It has this shiny object factor. And that is so great to feel positive about something that you buy. You want that thing that makes you feel really good. You're going to wear it and feel happy, but that feeling fades. So you want, this is when my sister was telling me like, it's not necessarily worth buying all these cheap things that aren't going to serve you for the long term or you're spending money unnecessarily instead of investing in pieces that are going to be more classics for your closet and for your life and I thought that that was a very good pro tip but I also I just have a problem buying some of those staples because I very much shop for moments in time versus for longevity and I also think that that's because as my style and my body shape has changed so have the places that I've shopped and so have the colors that I look for and the styles that I look for and as the style you know of the world evolves so has my own personal style as my body has changed that's something that also I have to be mindful of myself